0: Hello and welcome to the podcast Mind Matters. My name is Donar Juba Johnson and I'm the Communications Manager for the Mental Health and Homelessness Division. This podcast is part of the Mind Matters Behavioral Health Initiative led by Orange County Government. Our goal in this series is to provide accurate, relevant, and helpful information about mental health concerns and to share some strategies that you and your family can use to manage these challenges. We also want to spread the message loud and clear that experiencing mental health concerns, especially in the midst of COVID-19 is normal and that we're in this together. During each episode in this series, we're going to hear from mental health professionals to help us dive deeper into these topics. Today, we'll hear from Tina Morgan and Andrea Vaughn as they discuss the importance of self-care. Tina has worked with the Department of Children and Families for over 20 years, holding many positions including a Child and Adult Protective Investigator, an ACES Special Events Coordinator, and a Community Development Administrator. Tina has a well-rounded background and diverse knowledge of department programs and has served on multiple committees and boards throughout the community. Tina holds a Bachelor of Arts degree and a Master's of Education degree from Texas. Andrea received her master's degree in clinical social work from Boston University. She is an author, a national speaker, a child safety advocate and educator, as well as a certified sound healing practitioner.
1: Hi there, this is Tina. And this is Andrea. We have so much going on in our lives, pets, kids, family, older parents, siblings, visitors, volunteer activities, work, friends, school, homes, moving. Wow, the list is endless. There are times it feels a bit crazy, overwhelming, or totally out of control. There are some things we can do though to help these feelings not spiral out of control. These are self-care and we're gonna talk about it. Here's what we will cover. What self-care is. Why self-care is so important. And then we'll give you some examples. Yeah, we're really excited
2: to talk about all of this. So why don't we start first, Tina, with what does self-care mean exactly?
1: You know, to me, it means i got to take care of myself so that I can help others. And this really was highlighted for me probably when my kids started middle school. they I realized, wow, I need to step back. Take care of myself because the trials and tribulation of teenagehood is Mm -hmm. really daunting.
2: Mm -hmm. It's so overwhelming. I think any parent would agree with that. And we all have different stressors in our lives. And just to share a little story of when I realized why self-care was so important was I was on a flight one time, heading somewhere a long time ago, and the flight attendant was giving their safety spiel. And they mentioned if there's an oxygen issue, to secure the oxygen mask on yourself first before securing it on your child. And I always thought that was so cruel and selfish. And then it hit me like a big aha moment. If we don't have enough oxygen ourselves, we're gonna be useless to our kids, our partners, work, everything. And I really feel like that defines what self-care is and why it's important to feed yourself enough oxygen
1: through different techniques we're gonna talk about
2: so that you can help the people you love.
1: Fantastic. Well, to highlight some of the importance of self-care it is a healthy action keeps us healthy it can also help manage or reduce stress it can create positive energy it can boost confidence and self-esteem and it puts you in a better spot to take on all the ups and downs in your day
2: yeah these are really important and to add on to that i think what's very important for us all to know is to really pay attention to the signals that our bodies and our minds give us when, oh, it's time to add some self-care into our day. And I think the more aware you become, the easier it is, so that if you wait too long to do some self-care, it takes so long to unwind. But if you can pay attention to those signals early in your body and don't let it build up to a boiling point, that's gonna be so much easier to maintain.
1: Great point. Thank you so much for that. So looking back over this past year, self-care has been really important.
2: Yeah, I can't think of anyone in my world that has been unaffected by COVID in some way, either having COVID themselves or the stress of losing a job or being in quarantine or worrying about parents or grandparents. Or There's countless examples I can think of like people have become so much more stressed the normal. And boy, I think everybody needs an extra
1: dose of self-care right now. So we've been talking a lot about self-care. Mm-hmm. So what does self-care look like to you?
2: So what I could say is um, previously in different years, I used to consider self-care, going to a yoga class, going to a lake to meditate, meeting with a friend and doing all these nice relaxing activities, and and they were, they were wonderful, but as I get older and my life gets more complicated at times, you just don't always have the time or the resources to get away, and I have kind of cultivated a few different techniques that I can do anywhere, anytime no one needs to know that I'm doing them, and I thought it maybe it will be helpful for our listeners, you know, if they want to try something very simple, I figured I'd share a couple of them. So I have three different things I thought I would share today. The first thing is mindful breathing. And basically it's just breathing on purpose. You know, we breathe automatically without giving it thought. But when you like practice different techniques of breathing, and we'll we'll practice one in a, in a minute or two. But if you practice consistently throughout your day, purposeful, mindful breathing, it's amazing. The physiological benefits that you get from it. The psychological, the emotional benefits, the, the, it's, that is like a mainstay in my life now. I think I do it on an hourly basis. I did it driving in traffic to get here today. And no one knows I'm doing it. But mindful breathing, and there's so many different things you can go to YouTube. You know, There's lots of resources out there, but we'll go through one in a minute. But mindful breathing is key in, in literally giving yourself more oxygen to help other people. So that, that's one technique. Another technique is this grounding technique that I learned a long time ago at a training. And I actually use this if I can't sleep. I know a lot of people have trouble sleeping when there's so much on your mind, but you can also do this if you're anxious or you're having a difficult time in a meeting. Um, And it's basically drawing your senses um, to, how do I put it? It, It's really paying attention to your senses so that it, it occupies your mind to a more healthy place than when you're kind of like a hamster on the wheel and you can't get off the wheel. So basically what you do is you can, if you're alone, you can do this out loud. If you're not, you can just do this in your mind. You name five things you can see, five things you can hear, and five things you can feel. And then you go down in number. Then you go four things of each, three things. And by the time I get to one, I'm usually asleep you know, hopefully you don't do that in a meeting. (laughs) But so for example, we're sitting in an office right now. So I see the wall, I see the chair, I see the desk, you know, et cetera. And then I I hear the air conditioner, I hear the person next door, I hear. And your mind automatically just goes to a calmer place. And in the beginning it's weird, but if you practice that a lot, you're gonna find your center and calm. And you have so much more ability to focus back back on the task that you wanted. So I really love that one too. And the third thing I wanted to talk about, this might sound a little funky, but I really think we don't think about this enough. I didn't anyway. And this I have to work on every single day. But it is negative self-talk. And I don't think I realize how much additional stress I place on myself by beating myself up. And it's draining and exhausting. And it makes me feel bad. And how nice can I be to other people if I'm so mean to myself? And so it's a really hard habit to break if you've done it your whole life. And a lot of times you really don't even know you're doing it. And so I I use these two key phrases all the time. And it's amazing how it helps me. So hopefully it helps you if you're listening. Um, I'm going to use the example, which is a real life example. And I used to say, I am terrible at keeping the house clean. Because that is just not my forte. <laughs> and I would say, oh, I'm so bad at keeping the house clean. I'm a mess. I can't do this. I'm terrible. And I say that about so many things in my life all the time. And I've switched it up. There's two key things that you can change. One thing I said, instead of saying I'm bad at or I'm terrible or I suck or whatever is, I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble keeping the house clean. So that's one part is having trouble. And the other phrase that's critical is adding right now at the end. And it might sound funny, but instead of saying, I'm so bad at cleaning the house, it's I'm having trouble keeping the house clean right now. Can you tell that there's a shift to that? Totally. Totally. And you just feel a little more compassion for yourself, like wow, I'm really having trouble with that right now.
1: Right, it's not and then, a character flaw; it's something that's at the moment.
2: Absolutely, and it just gives you a little more hope. Like I don't feel completely hopeless in my domestic chaos, you know. And so, like with weight gain, I've always struggled with different things with weight gain. Instead of saying, "I'm so fat," I'm so this, and just to add another thing, don't say anything you wouldn't say to your kids or to your best friend. Would you ever say to your best friend, "You're so fat"? Be as compassionate to yourself as them, but instead saying, wow, I'm really not as strong as I want to be right now. And the right now part somehow helps. So I just wanted to share those three things. Everyone's going to find a lot of different things that work for them. These are just three of about 27,000 that I have to use to take care of myself. And I
1: mix and match, but hopefully they'll help somebody who's listening. Those are great. I can do all of those right here from my desk. But what could we do if we need to, uh, or maybe we have some more time? Yeah, there's definitely
2: so many things. And I can give some basic examples, but really I think people should find, I like to call it like things that light them up. If, if you get excited, if you get happy, if you get lost in the moment and all of a sudden an hour has gone by and you thought it was five minutes, those are the things we need to add into our lives as much as we can. You know, so if, if, Uh, Boy, being out in nature saves me just nature takes me away i think there's so many healing elements in nature so if you can go for a walk for 15 minutes anything like 15 minutes is a nice chunk of time that's manageable you know and so like if you're if you're like spending time with your child that's not yelling them to clean up their room you know or anything like let's go shoot some hoops if they like basketball spend that time together but if you need time for yourself you know going for a walk going for a bike ride Um, If you can take a yoga class and you've never done it, I promise you don't have to be good or flexible. A good yoga studio loves beginners. You just go and you be where you are on your map. Try a free class one time. Go out to the water. Water heals too. A little tiny pond. Watching the silly ducks or the squirrels. Again, my nature, uh, like nature sustains me now. The more I do it, the more I need it. Um, I think things like that. Maybe zoning out for a little while on your favorite show on Netflix or something. Um, can you think of any?
1: I really like the idea of the 15 minutes too because mm. it, it's a doable time frame right it's not like saying I need to take a three hour class Correct. or something that you have to find time in your schedule. It's a really nice easy time frame. And so mm-hmm. I like you I like to go out into nature. Mm-hmm. I like hiking, I like riding my bike um i also Mm -hmm. like jokes and so my nephew and i will tell jokes to each other sometimes and that's a nice way to kind of lighten the mood and that humor that laughter makes you feel so much better i think it releases
2: endorphins doesn't it i mean i really think that there's a physiological reaction to laughter and i think we forget to laugh sometimes things have been so serious but if you can i really think if there's one person in your life that always makes you laugh just maybe reach out to them a little more and or set up a, a little routine like okay sundays just try and make me laugh. Something like that. It might sound silly, but it can't hurt.
1: Exactly. No. <laughs> exactly. We all need to be kind of uplifted a little bit. Yeah, right? I agree. Well, that's great. So we had mentioned doing some um, mindful breathing. So Want to try some?
2: Yeah, I'll do one exercise here that anyone listening, feel free to try it with me. Um, if you get too sleepy and you're driving, please pull over. Don't do that. But I do this lots and lots of places. And it's very simple. Um, I'll actually do it. I'll, I'll say it and then we can breathe it and you can just follow along. So first, you're going to just slowly inhale through your nose for four, three, two, one, hold it for four, three, two, one. Exhale for three, two, one, and hold it. Three, two, one. How does that feel? Feels good. Isn't it nice? Yeah. A lot of times people kind of get stuck a little with breathing. For me, counting helps me because I always have like crazy monkey brain, I call it, where I'm thinking of a million things. Something about the counting part helps so much. It really helps give your brain something to focus on. Exactly. And the, the slower you inhale, a lot of times we're not breathing properly at all. We just breathe shallow, shallow breaths, you know, in our chest. And it really should be in your belly. When you do a proper inhale, you should feel that belly expand. And a lot of times I just, and I talk so much and fast and I'm trying to get all the words out. And it's, you know, I'm Italian from Boston, (laughs) put it together and I'm hyper. It's just not a good formula. So the slow inhales are great. And the breathing help, I mean, the counting helps. So there's so many variations. Sometimes it's nice to inhale for four and exhale for six. Then the next time you exhale a little longer, You can play around with it. And by you trying to come up with new configurations of the counting, it's just so good for you. And it's hard in the beginning, I think, but if you do this every day, it gets easier and easier. It's just like exercising, you know, like those are all real muscles and then they get stronger. And then I mentioned earlier, you know, you need more oxygen sort of figuratively speaking, but this is literal. You get more oxygen to yourself and you're going to think more clearly. You won't need as many naps. You're not gonna yawn as much. You know, we yawn because we need oxygen and you forget, you know. So sometimes I do a lot of that breathing at like two in the afternoon. I'm getting sleepy and I'm energized. So wanna do it one more time? Yeah, okay. let's Let's ready. So one more. Let's inhale for four, three, two, one, hold it. Three, two, one, exhale for four, three, two.
1: One, hold it, three, two, and one. I feel better already. It's me too, so I hope that's helpful. We have shared some really good and helpful information. I hope this helps you as much as it helps us. As a reminder, self-care can be those moments that you just take a deep breath and count to 10, or a 20-mile bike ride. It is doing something for you that suits your goals and needs at the moment. Anyone can practice self-care, and it is so important to take care of yourself. This enables you to be able to care for yourself and all the others in your life. We have all been through a lot this past year, and life will continue to have ups and downs. These activities can help us focus and regroup. We hope that you've gained some insight into self-care, and we want you to know that you are so important.
2: Yeah, we wish you all the best, and don't forget to check out the resource page for more information.